Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. I am Tenant Mike. And I'm Landlord James. And of course, uh, it would uh, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, remind you that we are the only podcast that has the guts to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? <laughs> That's a good question. Everyone's been... Everyone can't... Wait. That's true. So... Uh, Michael, um, how uh, how was your week? I had a great week. I'm feeling energized. You know why? Because it's springtime in the GTA. And uh, a lot of Torontonians are wearing <clears throat> fewer layers right now. And uh, people are getting some vitamin D after a long, cold winter. Myself included. That's true. I noticed you're wearing shorts today. I'm wearing shorts. I'm wearing still my... quite cold out, but... Well... I just like to wear as few layers as possible as soon as April hits. Hmm. Interesting. Um, that's cool. So you're happy, you're excited. Spring is here. Spring is here. Uh, plants are being reborn. People are uh, kissing more. Uh, the temperature's warming up. Spring flings. Spring flings. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, I know you're uh, a prolific dater. Are you seeing anyone at the moment now that spring is here? Um, you know what? Um, I've been playing Call of Duty so actively that I've put a pause button on uh, the whole dating scene. But uh, so you're playing video games instead of uh, getting out there and uh, meeting a special. Yeah, but someone. don't frame it like that, Michael. It's it's gaming. It's not playing video games. And yeah, it's esports. Is it is it possible for a a man to meet a lady in the esports scene? In um, yeah, it's possible. There, you know, that community is a bit underrepresented, but, um... Women in, in esports? Yeah, 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 but, um, you know, there are definitely, uh, Sharon is in there, uh, this girl Sharon who does esports. Sharon. Pretty much just Sharon, but, uh... You know, she's cool. I'm not interested in dating she, her. But. She must feel like the belle of the ball with her pick of all the uh, esports fellows. Well, she very well may, but uh, she's not She's not attractive, so it doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, so my week was pretty good. I did that esports tournament. Um, How'd you do? Did you come? Did you place? Uh, 58. Uh, okay. Um, but it was out of, you know, a lot more than that. So uh, live to fight another day. Yeah, well, they, you know what they say, uh, 58th is the best. <laughs> hmm. um, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, but you're doing well otherwise. Um, I, uh, I ha- Can I tell the story? Can I tell the listeners the story? Is it okay? Okay. So this week, uh, a fun activity uh, James and I partook in. I invited James to come see my indie choir uh, perform at... Um, at uh, the, one of the local bars here in Toronto. I'm not going to give it away so that uh, they're not overrun with business. Um, I had to really twist James' arm because uh, seeing an indie choir perform isn't really uh, something he's used to. Not a lot of esports people like uh, sort of indie culture, as far as I can tell. Uh, I didn't know what it was. So an indie all, choir, but... for people who don't know, it's when a bunch of really cool, interesting people who are creative and... Uh, very attractive, get together, and they do, uh, uh, it's so interesting, acapella uh, renditions of classic 80s or 90s pop songs, sometimes 60s and 70s songs as well, and we get together and we sing, because it's fun to sing, and we share in the exhilaration of the human voice, 
And um, so I brought James uh, to come see our performance on Tuesday night. Um, did you like it, James? <clears throat> I know yeah. you seemed a little nervous when you entered. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't what I expected. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, you liked it. All right. Were you yeah. familiar with some of the songs uh, they did? We did Hip to Be Square off the top by Huey Lewis. We did um, Stop Dragging My Heart Around, the uh, Tom Petty, Stevie Nicks song. Yeah, I'm more of an ED- EDM guy, so I'm kind of waiting for the EDM stuff yeah. to kick in. You can't, so do, you can't do a Dead Mouse song as an, as an indie choir. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't, you know, not exactly my vibe, but more of a... Yeah, like electronic kind of guy. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I congrats to you guys. It was interesting. I sort of stood at the back, uh, kind of by the door there, and yeah, you know, congrats, man. It's cool that you're doing that. Yeah, I mean, I I'm really wait. I've been waiting to ask you on the podcast all week. What did you think of my performance of my song I did at the end of the show? Oh, it was it was good. It was good. Your performance was good. Well, thank you. I worked really hard on it, and. Uh, I gave it my all, and I was extra nervous because I knew that you were there, and there's nothing that makes a performer more nervous than when you know your landlord standing in the back of the room. I know most, I mean, anyone who's yeah, like an if artist you have, will... if you don't have a significant other or something like that, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. It was, you were great. Uh, yeah. Congrats, and it's cool that you do this, and... Uh, is that a song that you like? Like, is that a favorite what song do you of yours? The song I did. Uh, yeah. My it's a, choir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The song you sang was great. I did, like, the solo that I did. Did you like it? Oh, yeah, you did a solo. Yeah, no, that was great. I was impressed. Did you... Now, I, at the end of the show, you sort of... I noticed you weren't there anymore. You had left. So did you leave... Right after when... your your solo. I left right after your solo. I left right after my solo. Um... Could you tell the listeners the name of the song I did at my indie choir night as my solo? Mike. Could you please say it into the USB microphone? Mike. You weren't... You didn't, uh... Right, you didn't stay for my solo. Okay, I left. I'm sorry. You didn't stay for my solo on River of Dreams by Billy Joel. It's so... I did did not enjoy it. How could you leave? I didn't like it. And there was a, uh, a UFC exhibition happening at Real Sports I oh. wanted to go to, and I, it is not my thing. I did, Okay, I'm sorry. So you're telling me you'd rather see a USB... You UFC, have, Mike. At least I get don't the know. friggin' I'm not a name fan. right. Uh, they're, they're Neanderthals bashing each other to death. I don't care. Well, I care about I'd Billy like Joel. George St. Pierre to put you in a thigh lock in your head. Fuck you. Jeez, Mike. Look. I sang... The solo on River... I'm sorry to to tell you... I'm sorry I said fuck you. I worked really hard on my solo in River of Dreams, and I'm sad that my landlord didn't get to see it, so I'm... Okay, I apologize. Well, let's hear it. Let me hear it. I'm sorry I... I don't want to go walking at night, but now I'm tired, and I don't want to walk anymore. It's not the same. No, let me hear it. It's not the same without the choir backing me up, and I don't feel like singing anymore now. Okay, well, I'm sorry, okay? And what I just heard was very good... I know singing is important to you, and I thank you. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Oh God! Well, this should be a fun episode. How was the UFC exhibition match or whatever? It was good. Uh, if you don't know what UFC exhibition is, it's the fighters aren't really fighting; they're just sort of showing you what they would do. 
kind of it's kind of like an explanation thing. It's, it's like very a trailer. Fun. No, it's just like they'll kind of grapple, but be like, "I would have done this." Then the other fighter will be like, "Yeah," and then I would have done this because they can't really fight in exhibition; they'll just hurt each other. So, you know, it's pretty cool. But um, hmm. anyway, I'm sorry you missed your thing, and uh, I'm sure it was very good. Well, I'm sorry I, I said fuck you because I don't, I don't uh, like when I get mad like that. So that's okay. Three f words in the in the episode by you. Interesting. Um, I think you thought the guy last time was cool and he swore all the time and now you're trying to be cool. Is that what's happening? No, I'm not trying to be cool. Anyway, um, well, let's, let's stop this intro and, uh, we'll move on to our, uh, our guest, hey? Yeah, we have a great guest, uh, this week. I'm very excited about her. Uh, so yeah. All right. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. Um, we, uh, Michael and I, are very uh, happy to welcome uh, our guest on this week's episode. Um, let's introduce you to Miss Dana Darling. That's me. Hi, guys. Hello, Dana. Welcome to uh, my apartment studio. Thanks for having me at apart- the apartment studio. Happy to be here. Um, well, and it's great to have you here. Um, it's great to have you. So, um, you live in the building. Uh, correction, I don't live in the building. Oh. Hello. Sorry. So, you, you don't live in the building. No. But you're often here. I see you always in the elevator and the I just assumed you lived here. Yeah, but, well, aren't you the building owner? Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I, I guess you you're so busy, it. you don't know who's Shocking here. surprise. James doesn't even know who's there. I, okay, whatever. Well, I don't technically technically live here, guys, but I'm here all the time. So tell our audience, we have a worldwide audience, tell them why you're often here. Well, I've got a few clients in the building, in fact. Um, I started out with one client. Um, what I do is a little bit about myself. Yes. Um, in case you care. Is I'm a personal support worker, PSW, ever heard of it? Uh, no. So no. a PSW is not a nurse, technically. It's mm. a paraprofessional nurse. And we can do everything a nurse can do. Paraprofessional? That's right. Okay. So we can do everything a nurse can do, but we can't actually stick people with medication and put stuff pills in people's throat. Oh. We ha- you have to be a registered nurse to put the medicine in people. But I can tell people... Don't forget to take your medicine, and I do everything else a nurse can do. So you can tell them, you can remind them, but you can't actually, like, uh, squeeze their nose and hold the pill until they and open their mouth. And massage their throat, the yeah. pill down their throat. No. So all the good parts of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but all that juicy stuff you have to get regis- be a registered nurse for. And I'm a personal support worker. And I'm going to be a registered nurse one day as, like, if I can just get my homework done. So why are you in the building so much? Well, it started out with just one client. Um, you know Mr. Prescott? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's very unfortunate. He's, he's old, yeah. yeah. And well, most client, most of the time, clients are old. Old, aging, old, crusty, getting to be close to dying. Yeah. Um, and they need people to help, the personal support workers to help them, you know, keep their house tidy, keep their groceries bought, keep their food cooked. All that, <clears throat> and also like if they have sores, I can do sore work and like oh. work on their sores. What so, do you do with a sore? Yeah, you know, make sure it's not all wet always. Because what oh, do you do? I would no hate thanks. to have wet sores. If you do find them, like does Mr. What is up with Mr. Prescott? Okay, he well, strikes me as the kind of guy who's covered in sores. Well, he, God bless him. <laughs> I mean, there's. I'm not sure. I don't do my homework at nurse school, so I don't really know. But I don't know if there's like a client. 
PSW privilege um, law. Probably so, not. So I should just say what's going on with Mr. Prescott? Okay, fine. Just go for it. Not like we'll, he can defend himself. He's so old. He's bedridden as he's far so, as I can tell. Yeah. yeah. He probably doesn't so, even know the first thing about podcasts. No, he doesn't know a podcast. Believe me, this guy. what this guy doesn't know could fill a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Thanks. Okay. Most, it's, most of my clients are like that, so I made up that joke. Um, yeah, so uh, Mr. Mr. Prescott's so old and, and so close to dying and stuff. I, I don't work for an agency. A lot of PSLBs work for an agency. Oh, so yeah. you're an indie? I'm an indie PSLB. I'm unrepresented, and I just go you're around. A, like a mercenary. A little of, bit, yeah. Yes. It's a real guerrilla gr- gr- style. <laughs> and what I do is, like, I just kind of walk around the neighborhood, go to, like, look around for people that look old and confused and sickly and unhappy, and I, and I say, hey... I'm here to help. Mm. You're kind Give like me a, your credit card Like number. a talent spotter. In, yeah. In a, in a weird way. Yeah. Except instead of like looking for someone who can act or sing, you're like, oh, that person looks very unwell. Or, yeah. Like, instead yeah. of looking for people who looks like they're stars on the rise, yeah. I like for people who look like they're stars about to be in the gra- graveyard. Yeah. Well, they're, the people, uh, you know, your health is so important and we're all lucky that we're healthy here today in, in this studio apartment oh yeah we're doing so. good compared to these people yeah well yeah. and there's a lot of uh, golden oldies I like to say in this building you know what I mean there are a few you should probably be thanking me I should honestly probably not to be rude but I should probably be getting a cut because you're here like you, there, you how many clients do you have in my building you have Mr. <laughs> Prescott you must have more I, I have Mr. Prescott and then one, once I was coming around taking care of Mr. Prescott a lot um, they just kept flooding in. The clients just kept coming because they would see me in the hall and they'd be like, help me, help me. Yeah, I'm sick. that Come sounds in. like four, my seven. Noodles. It's some, sometimes when you know, I open my apartment trying to go down the hall to the elevator, it is like living in um, sort of like the building of the damned because you just see these gnarled fingers yeah. sticking out of doorways and you hear the moans Moaning, yeah. and the, the, the anguished cries of people living yep. in uh, like the, a, the like other wailing, units. Like Welcome a ghost. Welcome to renting. Welcome so, to renting. And this must be like a bit of, unfortunately, a bit of a jackpot for someone I like was you. a bit of a jackpot. Mr. First it was Mr. Prescott, then Mrs. Dewar. Um, so oh, they're both yeah. old. What Mrs. Dewar what the can't do it anymore. Yeah, she's <laughs> done doing, if we if you know that, what I mean. What the heck is wrong with Mrs. Dewar? Well, okay, where do I begin? Well, you know what? With Mrs. Okay, let's going back to Mr. Prescott. And, and is there any sort of romantic sort of thing between Mrs. Like. Dewar and Mr. Prescott? <laughs> you know what? Yes, that would be a, a gross question normally, but you know what? Old people. Can, can I swear? Old people sure. love to fuck still, even if they're sick. Oh, and, and that's cute, have, but also it's oh. actually we're we're taught in school to kind of try to get them not to do that because like it's dangerous for their bones and their heart. I wow, yeah. But Mr. Prescott started out with me just you know tidying up, getting his groceries. <clears throat> Blah, 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 putting up with his stories that go around and around in circles, sitting quietly, turning the channel on the TV, da-da-da-da. And then it just, like, came to light that he is, he has a whole host of health problems. Not even things specific to old age that you'd normally see, but just really bizarre, like, bizarre stuff. Like anything uh, contagious or that we should know about? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you should know that, I mean, uh, I don't know, how contagious is malaria? 
Oh my god, he has it's malaria. It's contagious because of bu- the bugs bite that's you. Da- that's me- like dangerous, and that's like a tropical disease. He has like a kind of. He has a hmm. whole plethora of tropical diseases. Uh, is his apartment on tropical soil, or what's the? <laughs> no, uh, well, what's you know, the- that's funny you ask. It's maybe it's not, not. It's not on tropical oh. soil, but it's uh, kind of seems like a bit of a horrible day. It's almost like. There's a lot mm. of standing water, so his, like, mm. rugs are almost, like, when you walk on his carpet, it's like... like so he has trench foot, and his, like, feet are basically always shrivelly and wet. Oh, that's my he, nightmare. Yeah, me too. Well, he's clearly not taking uh, great care of his unit if he... Uh, well, why well, is there standing water? And, like, and the tub backs up full of water, so he's got trench foot, and then all that standing water is, like... It's just friggin' like, a rave of mosquitoes around all this, like, stinky still water in there. It's well, crazy. That can't be healthy for the other people in this building, myself included. Well, well, I don't know. I'm not here to say nothing one way or another. Yeah, and I'm not here to say anything either. Um, you know, my guess is that he's a bad tenant, and my guess is he hasn't been taking care of his unit. Um, you know, that's too bad that he's got, you he's know, got malaria, malaria infecting well, yeah, mosquitoes in his apartment so, but you know maybe he sh- it sounds like he was not taking care of his place well but i don't know sometimes it seems like i don't know what it might be beyond their control because miss with mrs dewar all i know is she says this she's so parched all the time that's what you gotta know about old people old people 101 parched i heard yeah they're always very thirsty they're really they'll, thirsty they'll steal your drink when yeah you're looking. but sometimes they're really thirsty but they're also brats and they're like i'm thirsty and then you're like here's water and they're like i don't want that water but i like the water out of Mrs. Durer's tap, I think, is, like, the root of her problems because there's, like, all... I thought, okay, at first I thought it was, like, bubble tea with all, like, the things at oh, the bottom. Oh, it may have been, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, but bubble tea comes out of the taps here. It's uh, true. Oh, because I got it tested with my little nursing PSW uh-huh. water testing kit. Uh-huh. And it wasn't tapioca balls. It was, like, mouse poo at the, settling at the bottom of the glass of water. Oh! And dry mouse poo in the corners I, and they're breathing it in. Okay. Oh, I drink, like... Tw- Twelve glasses of water. We're supposed to drink eight. I drink twelve you drink a day. Twelve out glasses of, the tap, of water a day, right in a row. Wake up in the morning. One, okay, two, three, four, five. That's your problem, Michael. That's odd that you're drinking that's so disgusting. much water. That's disgusting. How do you get anything done all day? Don't you have to constantly piss? As yeah. a nurse, well, almost a nurse, I know that twelve glasses of water you a day know, would make you pee. Like if you crazy. drink them all at once, you only have to do one pee. Yeah, but when the pee lasts for like twenty minutes, I get least. it out of the way before the workday starts. All right. Well, your schedule is your schedule. Yeah. Um. I just want to come back to this thing. You know, my question would be: Is are the mice pooping after the water is poured? That's all I'm pointing out. I I don't know that I accept that the poop is coming out of the tap. My How guess would be these people, these oldies are living in such squalor because they're weird. That they're letting mice poop in their own glasses. Well, That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah. Try to think critically. Don't well, just agree I'm not with an the oldie narrative we're being told. I'm not an oldie and I've never seen a mouse run after I pour a glass of water, set it on the counter. I've never seen a mouse run up and like jump over it and take a dump. Yeah, like they're not—they're not, the they're not like hunching on the side, putting their butts so, over the rim of the glass. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Mike, you're drinking that's twelve of these ridiculous. glasses a day, and yeah. you notice there's these balls in it, and you're not—you didn't, and nothing occurred to you, like, oh, I thought it was tapioca balls well, because it was. Yeah, Mr. Toronto's. Prescott's problem and Mrs. Drew's problem is that they can't see well, so they couldn't—they could never see the mouse poo floating in the bottom of the water. But when I came in to help them and enrich in their lives, I seen all this mouse poo, man. You need to clean that up, James. I swear to God. You guys need to stop necessarily agreeing everything you're told under the guise of science, quote-unquote. I, I, I'm I not sure I believe this mouse poo thing. Um, and if I do, I'm not, I definitely don't think it's in the tap. 
Um, it's streaming. Fine. It's almost to the point now where there's it's the ratio of mouse poo to water coming out of the tap isn't like you know, tipping towards mostly poo. And they must be just, you know, have families and colonies in the taps. I don't know. But all I know is I'm spending a lot of, okay, I'm getting a lot of money back for it because I charge, I charge my clients, obviously. Can I have a new QuickBooks app and I, it's really easy. Oh, QuickBooks, does that work? Uh, it's a great app. I get like money so quick and fast. Hmm. Um, but, uh, is that quickbooks.ca? It's like, it, they Intuit bought it. Uh, I don't know. I don't okay. know. It's okay. just on my phone. You want to see it? I'll show it to you after on my phone. Um, but I make thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars. But I also have to provide services that are expensive. Like, I have been buying all my clients in this building. And they're not all old, by the way. Buying them mosquito nets for around their beds so they don't get chomped oh. on by these mosquitoes. Because that's where that's how they're so sick. Malaria and all well, that. Cholera. Well, Toronto summers. Cholera. Ty- typhoid, fe- typhoid, yellow typhoid fever. Typhoid fever. My God, some of these diseases haven't even been seen in North America <laughs> That's in right. And well, I'm not qualified to really treat them. I'm just kind of... my my. It's very humid here in the summer. Mm. Yeah, Toronto's humid, but that doesn't mean that it's okay to have typhoid fever. My method of treatment isn't very aggressive either. I'm not really helping. Like, until I do my homework and become a registered nurse, all I really do is, like, tell them to take an Advil and I, like, sit there and pat their ha- back of their hand and, mm. like, Oof. say, and rub their back. So, what is keeping you? Because you've mentioned it a few times. What is preventing you from doing your nursing homework? Ah. Is there, like... I'm busy. I don't mean to pry too much, but you're busy. Okay. First of all, Fair I enough. hate reading. I hate writing. Yeah, hate you, the you remind me of Jane. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you hate reading writing. Oh, I hate oh, it. Like, is there anything worse just than reading and writing? Me tell me and let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yeah. Or just let me do it. I could probably figure it out. Yeah. The you know it's a, someone. People love to just tell you instead of do, and those are the professors and the smarty pants uh-huh. idiots. Yeah. Who have no concept of the real world. I anyway. hate school. I'm always late for class. I'm always in trouble, and I don't care. Me too. Basically, the only thing in my locker and my binder is like snacks and like. Whatever, magazines, Women's World, US Weekly, blah, blah. And I don't care about, I, I just don't, I don't know, I'll become a registered nurse when I feel like it. In the meantime, I'm raking in the money from old folks, raking in the money from this building because everyone's well, so, feeling so sick. It sounds like there's some, like, an, like a health crisis in the building. No, and Michael, I, way to jump uh, to conclusions. Good I, Lord. I should get myself tested Four for people, well, I, I a few people get malaria want. and typhoid and all of a sudden this building is a health hazard. Get a life, Michael. Yeah, you know what? Actually, Michael, do get a life because this building is my bread and butter, so I wouldn't change a thing. I mean, I would hire you, you know, knock on wood. I don't get sick with typhoid, but I would hire you if I do. Maybe you should. Your color isn't great. Well, Well, he's very pale. Okay... You're you're having some fun, James. No, but that's because he doesn't leave the house. Anyway, Can I ask you... uh, You sit at home all day and drink water? No, I go out to work and I drink water before I go to work. Um, you said that not every person who's sick is old, that there's a, that, I think you said there's a young person oh, also? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's setting off the alarm bells in my head because, you know, old age can lead to, you know, infirmities and sickness, you know. Um, we're all going to get old and sick, but when I hear you saying that a young person got sick, I'm terrified. Yeah, this guy, and he, he seemed like he was in good health, Rick. And he and he was fine. Like I would like kind of flirt with him in the halls. Like when I was like going in between all my old clients, and then like he invited me in for like whatever, DVD, watch a DVD or whatever. Yeah, like a young person would. Yeah, yeah. like like that's what we do as young people. Um, and uh, and I went into his place, and it turns out like he, he was like, oh, you know what? I don't feel so hot. And, you know, I snooped around, like took and he, his. He wasn't pulse. just trying to like. 
Get, no, I thought he was just trying to like, you know, DVD and chill with me or yeah. whatever. You know what that means, right? Yeah. DVD and chill. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, uh, he, he sincerely wasn't feeling good. And now he's one of my clients again and he's getting worse and worse all the time. And huh. like, this is, this is kind of weird stuff. Like he, he has really bad trench foot from his wet carpets. So he has wet I have to carpet like put, too. I just, I don't, I didn't know what else to do. So I just basically get like kind of like a tub like a bucket and just like <laughs> his feet in salt like all day. So you're putting a young man's feet in salt all day. To like dry got... him out. Yeah, it's like almost like an iPhone or like salt or yeah, rice. rice. Oh, and I mix rice in too. Yeah, so you leave the foot in rice overnight. The next day it's all dry. Yeah, and believe me, I charge them It works them on, good as new. I invoice them for the salt and the rice. Like oh, nothing. Oh, good for you. Capitalism. Not, yeah, and you know work. what? It takes, you got to be cutthroat in this industry of PSW. And, you know, you can't just be expensing things without getting paid back. It's true. I mean, everyone has to make a living. Um, I love money. I love, oh man, I love money. I love making money. Kind of woman. I love shopping. I love making money. It's like the best. Oh, right on. Huh. Well, could you make more money as a registered nurse or are you sort of uh, making, in your sort of mercenary she said Freelance she's loading career. in it, Mike. She said she's right. lo- rolling in it. Well, yeah, I'm rolling in, Joe. And you know what? Being a registered nurse, then you're registered. You're on the grid. I don't want nobody breathing down my neck. Doctors breathing down my neck at the hospital, looking at what I'm doing, look, like questioning my methods. Like, well, I want to do my methods and whatever. Things are so overregulated everywhere. Oh, you know, I'd the say. pharmaceutical industry, the <laughs> FDA. I mean, it's outrageous. It's so. outrageous. You can just Companies are so handcuffed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so I'd rather be just a rogue personal support worker with a baggie of like stuff from shoppers and like do cool. whatever well, I want. You know, it's the changing face of the medical uh, profession. Can I ask you a question as a nurse? I know you're off the clock right now. Yeah, so I can say to, whatever. Uh, what does it mean if like two or three days every week I wake up and there's like a yellow goo in the corner of my eye? Oh, God. Um, and it's like just gushing out of your eyes? It's, it's almost like... Oh, my. It's almost like when... um. It's not like I'm crying, but it's kind of just Are you seep- sure? it's seeping out. I'm not. It's not like okay. Uh, so it's yeah. Oh well. <clears throat> know what I would think first. First off the bat, my diagnosis would be <laughs> dirtball alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's that disgusting. Dirtball? Yeah, I hope that's not. First of all, I'd be like, whoa, never going to watch a DVD with this guy. <laughs> like, imagine <laughs> what, doing DVD and chill, waking up with that guy with his oh, yellow eyes, basically like ew. a, like a well, I have pug a dog. pretty oh. great DVD collection, so I don't think you should say that before you see what I have. <laughs> Can you even see the show. screen through your yellow, runny eye? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one eye, right eye, comes out of the corner. Okay, well, we should call being him Yellow serious. Mike. Yeah, yeah, Yellow no, Mike. So that's your... That's what I'll put on your invoice when I start caring for you. <laughs> Yellow mic. Okay, but beyond that, what would you recommend oh, to treat it? I guess I would just... I don't know, like... Does it burn? Okay, I know what I would do. It has a w- strange aroma. Oh. It has a strange smell. So it's like... Um, it, it sounds stinks. like you've got trench eye for mm. something. I would do... This is what I would do. Get a little salt Because I always wash my eyes... Thoroughly for about thirty minutes before I go to sleep at okay, night. In well, ta- oh, in tap water. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. So you have like E. coli probably in your eye from mouse poo I water. Have poo eye. But who told you to wash your eyes like that? Your I have eyes. Poo are, eye. Your eyes cleanse themselves regular. That's why I learned. Not like, mine. Like this is you have poo. You you like Michael. Do you realize what you're revealing on this podcast? How disgusting you sound? No I'm just offense. piecing it together as I'm saying it, James. I'm not revealing. It's not like I'm dropping some huge secret. I'm working through it as I say it. Okay, oh, well, God. what I do is, if I was your PSW, which I hope to be someday. It's not like uh, Beyonce's Lemonade. I'm not dropping a fact that I have poo eye. 
Well, <laughs> well an a little bit of warning would have been nice. Yeah, yeah like, you, know? you kind like of a, jarred us a bit. Yeah. You just take some salt, Mike, and <clears throat> just put a little salt. Lick your finger, dip it into mm. a salt, and then just get apply the salt, dry that trench eye out. So as far as I can tell, your nursing philosophy is if something ain't working, throw some salt on it. Well, yeah, because usually the root of all illness is it's just too, like... There's just it's wet and like, things are wet and runny and like 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 too much water. So just get the water like dry out. Like drink your twelve glasses of day, water a day. Whatever sounds like it's really working for you. Yeah, really. Um, You've really taken a turn since we began this. Well, my look, no offense, you bring it out in people. And, no and <laughs> it's not like you're bringing it. Look, I want to level with you. Not like you're bringing it out in me, but like I don't know. I'm pretty. I owe a lot to to James because like this, like I said, this building is. My bread and butter, well, partially, like I've got other sources of income, but this building is huge for my income, and if Thank it wasn't you. for the, the you know, like- dilapidation and the, you know, egregious, um, you know, well, going against building codes and, and all that, well, I wouldn't be, if James wasn't so bad at what he does, I would be up shit creek, really, because most of my clients are in this building, almost everyone in this building is sick. Well, I, I, I disagree on some points, Here, you're here. welcome, you're welcome. Thank you, Everyone James. is sick in this building, and, uh... James's color I, looks fine, but... Well, I don't like, live here. Not like, that that's a thing, oh, that's a coincidence, yeah, but okay. I would love if you felt sick, James. Oh, Michael, wow. I would love so if you had you, something wrong you know, with your like eyes. It's like a nice conversation, then he takes it sort of ruins it. So you said you have other sources of income. Uh, yeah, I just I do so Carolyn. much stuff. I'm so busy. It's crazy. And you I just know how to make money. Exhausted. You're so you look like a busy person. <gasps> yeah, at least my eyes aren't drip, dripping goo. No, I didn't mean <laughs> that as an insult. I meant it as a You, you sound like you're insulting people even when you're trying to make a compliment. It's so weird. Yeah, I'm tired though. That's what you get when you're like a businesswoman who knows how to make money and you know how to like capitalize on what people want or what people need. That's brilliant. Yeah, and so I'm sleepy. I have a lot of businesses. So you mostly, it's all freelance. Like, I don't have a boss. I don't pay, I don't take Never orders do from I. nobody. Don't, I have a tells boss. me nothing. Who's your boss? Uh, Bev. She's my boss at the CN Tower you gift shop. You work at the shop. CN, oh. I work at the CN Tower gift shop. Not the one on the main floor, not the one up top, but the one underneath. There's an underground? Not a lot of people know about the subterranean gift shop, but it is there. <laughs> Who shops at that CN Tower gift shop? Molman? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's connected to the path. Oh. And uh, commuters, uh, office men, office women, uh, a lot of Bay Streeters, like Bay Street lawyers. So people that live bankers. in Toronto are always going to get gifts from the You'd be CN surprised. Tower? People on their lunch break come every day and buy a little trinket. They buy a shirt. Um, a lot of repeat customers. I find that hard to believe. But uh, are any of them old and sick? Everyone's in pretty good health down there. Oh. Yeah. When you walk around the path... A lot of good-looking people uh, in rude health down there. <laughs> well, I guess, whatever. I got no business going there, I guess. Yeah. You wouldn't want to go anyway. Trust yeah. me. It's, uh, Have you been? Sad. I'm probably oh, the sickest no. person in the path, to come to think of it. Yeah, I think you're the sickest person in this room. I mean, physically, and I don't And for mean... those non-Toronto listeners, the path is an underground walkway in Toronto. What does path stand for? Like pa- um, part. Uh, it's the access, portion, personal uh, portion access, of access. Trans- Transit uh, hub, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> hallway, hallway. Hallway. Personal access transit hallway. Yeah. Um, but you have other. You supplement your income as a freelance nurse. Yeah, <clears throat> freelance professional nurse, personal support worker. Um, mm-hmm. and then I kind of just have like 
these startups, not startups, but like I I sell things online, like you know, entrepreneurs, um, kind of Craigslist, a little, yeah, it's mostly Craigslist, eBay, uh, and it's really like niche product that maybe I should just be frank because like okay, don't tell me this is saucy, whatever, but I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a capitalist. I'm a business girl. Oh, yeah, I like Dragon's to, Den. Yeah, like, I, I actually thought about pitching this to Dragon's Den, but I don't want those guys getting their paws on my loot. Yep. Yeah. So sometimes guys online... Plus um, they're disgusting human beings. Well, uh, the, in the Dragon's Den? On the Dragon's Den. Mike yeah. doesn't like Kevin O'Leary, whatever. Oh. Yeah. Why? Because he makes money and he's healthy? <laughs> he's not healthy if you've seen his medical records like I have. Anyway. <laughs> what? Maybe I should go pay him a visit. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Well, like, what, do, what do you sell? I sell some guys. Some guys like it if they ha- get their hands on underwear that's been worn around, hmm. and, and they'll they'll pay like sometimes hundreds of bucks depending on how long I wear them around and like don't wash them. Hmm. Like the kind of the uh, grimier or whatever, like more used they are, the more money I get for undies. So I just like you know they ask me for them, they tell me what color they want, they tell me how long to wear them. And I mail them, and I have like a do my QuickBooks invoicing, and wait, um, wait, you sell genius. like dirty p- panties? Not dirty, Michael. They're well, just worn. Yeah, right? well, yeah, like well, they're like, worn. Yeah, they're, it's not like I'm a dirt ball. Like I don't wipe my butt or something. What if a guy asked for that though? Well, then I'd have to give it to them because they're paying me money. And Qu- QuickBooks, I provide a you good can service. Do QuickBooks is okay with with you using their software. Oh, into like, QuickBooks. Don't be don't such a care. prude. You've never bought. Used underwear off a woman on the internet. Get a life, dude. Everybody's done that. Maybe more people would go to the gift shop if you sold uh, underwear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the CN Tower gift shop is going to sell filthy panties. Michael, filthy panties are such a... You, know, you guys don't know anything rude. about you're, you're the kind CN of, Tower. You're kind of stigmatizing my work. You know what? You guys I'm don't not, know anything. You're judging her. Yeah. No, well, no, no. I'm not judging you. I'm judging uh, you, James. Why? Because yeah, you why? don't understand how the CN Tower works. Michael, you are you're flustered because you are sexually repressed, and the idea that a woman that has would be selling to do her underwear this. is scary to you. Yeah, I don't be scared. Cool. I mean, if you want, I can give you like a free pair, and if you like it, you can keep buying them for me. Um, no, no, thanks. I'm good. I'm good. So James can have mine. <laughs> sure. All right. So, um, is it the same cost like boxer shorts versus? Thong versus it's mostly long like, johns. Um, I never really get long john requests. Long johns, dirty long johns. What are you talking about, James? Because like I don't, I can't stuff my, I can't like stuff long johns under my like tight nurse scrubs. Oh yeah. Because mine are like some people like baggy nurse scrubs, but mine are like so tight, like they're like painted on. So wow, I couldn't really. Cool. I'm, I like I know I know Mike's noticed my scrubs. I've I seen him noticing my tight scrubs. Yeah, nope. I have actually seen you noticing that. I Mike is unlucky in love, so it wouldn't surprise no, me if I'm, he gazed longingly. Uh, as I announced last twice. week, I am in love currently, so that's... You're in love. I'm in love with someone who is a customer at the CN Tower gift shop. Is she sick? No. Yeah, in the head. Well, if she <laughs> likes him back. No, just kidding. <laughs> so you met in the gift shop, huh? Yeah, she's a customer who comes every day at lunch. What does she buy every day? At, at, she buys a little the... trinket of a little miniature CN Tower, and she says, thank you. So she's crazy. If she has tons of those at home, she's That's mentally what I said last She week. has a lot of nieces and nephews. Oh, my God. 
Mike. All right. I mean, well, I'm happy, I'm happy you're happy for you. At first, I thought he was delusional. Like, she's not there to see him, but it sounds like they hang out and stuff. All right. Well, you I know do what? think she sounds ill. I don't know, ill or not. Well, love well, is but... love and death are my main competitors in my in, in my nursing industry. Because if someone has loved ones that are taking care of them, I'm out of work. Uh, if they die, I'm out of work. So you want them lonely and sick. Lonely and sick, but not like this, uh, staying alive for a long time so I can keep billing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. That's ideal for me. And yeah, and then I've got these guys, like a lot of like, and they're really fancy guys that like my undies and like hmm. dads, grandpas. That's, that's kind of fun. And then People so, that fancy? Like, <laughs> well, you know, like dads and grandpas that are older <laughs> that have oh, a lot of sure, money. Sure, sure. Well, oh, you know, like they're like, they're like white haired and like judges it. and they've got boats and blah, blah, blah. Steve Martin types. So, Steve Martin types, but even Mike more Pence like. Types. Yeah, like judges and attorneys, district attorneys, politicians. Um, school principals, oh. train conductors that are rich. Train conductors? My God. Uh, let me guess. There's a huge contingent of landlords who are ordering your dirty panties Well, also. I can tell. I, well, James is getting is. a trial pair. James is getting a trial pair. Thank at you. The end of this. You didn't want yours, so maybe I'll just give two can trial pairs to James. How did you get from being a nurse to, how did you get involved in the panty Oh, my God. Trade? It's such a funny story. I'm happy you asked. So, like, one time I had this old client, sick old guy, and... I was always at his house. Like, he had me, like, tw- but he's basically, I was, like, a 24-hour caregiver Damn. for him because he was just, like, needing me to do everything. Ugh. And, like, and so I was, like, at his house sleeping, changing. I had my own little, like, corner where I had all my stuff. So I'm picturing a corner full of your dirty laundry. Well, yeah, because, you know, it was hectic taking care of him, and I had my stuff on the ground, and he found my undies one day, and he's like, what are these? And I was like, whatever. Then he was like, he picked them up off the floor, and I'd been wearing them, like, the day before, and he's like, what are these? I'm like, well, it's obviously they're my undies, and he's like, I love, I love them. He's like, I love them. Wow. He's like, I can't get enough of them. What is this? I love them. Wow. Can I have them? And I was like, Huh, yeah, but nothing in this world is free, baby. Good wow. for you. So then I started adding on to his invoice, like, so, you know, 12-hour care, PSW service, um, times two a day, 12 hour, two 12-hour shifts. I take, like, a dinner break by myself to, like, go and sit quietly. And then I would add to his invoice, you know, however many undies that he wished for, like, a week or a month. Did you wow. find that the dirty undies had a positive health benefit for this uh, patient well it depends on what they're doing with them because if they're like sitting there with them pressed against their face like huffing them that's not ideal for respiration is that what people do well they the reason they want them to be like soily because like if they're clean like think about it scentless yeah, they don't. Want, they want like us, like that kind of. That they want them to be nuanced, you know. So this sometimes people will be like, "I want undies that you were went for a walk in. I want undies that you went to the Mark Grocers mm-hmm. and Loblaws. I want under underwear that you did an exercise in." So these a sick old man at death's door. I'm picturing is huddled in the corner, just was sniffing a pair of panties, he, maybe on his head. Yeah, and he had to take his oxygen puffer mask thing off that's, to do that. So that's it's like very um, dangerous. Hello, Mr. Hall. You need to keep your oxygen on. Oh wow! Was there? Let me guess. He tried to affix the panties over the nozzle of the oxygen mask. Oh my god, that's actually really good. I should have just stuffed oh, the didn't. undies. Okay. In. That's really good. That's actually not a bad way to combine your two businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's cool. I mean, Mike doesn't get it, but. Um, well, that was a pretty good idea, though. That was a good idea. Well, I'm sorry I uh, unleashed that perverted idea into the universe. Like. And uh, but not just undies, like another to thing. To me, I, do. I think men who order clean underwear are the ones who should be. Uh, respected in our society, not the ones who order the dirty ones. Why would they order the clean underwear when they go down to Walmart, get a five-pack of 
DoorDash or like five pack of Fruit of the Loom for like Fine. twelve Men bucks. Men who buy clean underwear at Walmart are the good ones. Are the real heroes? Right? They're the real the heroes. heroes. Not great like, for my so... income. Yeah. Well, she's trying to make it that's, here. Uh, you're, that's you're how capitalism kind of, works. You're, you're to throw your own words back. You're at annoyed you. at the me, you know the building. You know there being lots of very ill people in the building. That's making her helping her live. You're annoyed that people are buying her underwear. That's helping her live. He just doesn't like, want me like to be rich. He wants me to be on the gutter. Yeah, he it's, wants me to be poor and drinking mouse poo this, all day and gooping under my eyes. Like him. Yeah. This sounds like a nightmarish version of a, um, a assisted death, uh, a euthanasia, what? where people, old men near death, uh, choose to die. Uh, in the most d- disgusting way imaginable. Oh, no, no, no. See, like I said, I don't want them to die. And But you know what? A lot of nurses do go on murderous rampages, but I don't do that. I'm not really? that kind. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think you don't? Because uh, I want their money. If they die, they don't right. get their money. Yeah, that, Like, not, those nurses are the dumbest thing, ones. Those right? are, but you know what? Those are usually registered nurses. Know why? Because they're not getting money straight from the client. They're just getting money from whatever oh, hospital. They don't have to so worry about hustling and yeah, finding and so patients. Yeah, so actually, the, le- the less number of patients for them, pff, easier their day is. Yeah. And they yeah. make the same amount of money. So that's why murderous rampages happen with registered nurses, which is another reason I don't really care to do my homework. Hmm. Fair enough. Do you do any other odd jobs? Um, so I got the nursing thing. So inspired. I'm very tired, so you must have more uh, than two jobs. Yeah. Well, maybe, I, yeah, I'd have, well, I sell other things online. Okay, so sometimes, you know, like, some people are sick and they need a nurse, but some people are so lonely, too, um, yep. that they need just, like, to, yep. like, not, it's not sex work. It's not going over and friggin' DVD chilling with guys for money. Nope. But it's just, like, just to, um, like, hold a hand and cuddle. Like a hugger. It's it's like a professional hugging, cuddling oh, service. That is lame. Yeah, I've seen it on Vice. Oh, okay. And I was like, I can do that. They did a piece for it on Vice in between doing all this other stuff about... I love Vice. Health. I love learning about like the weird parts of our culture, uh, but also getting hard-hitting political news from it, too. And, and news about fentanyl. That's all they care fentanyl, about is fentanyl as well. Fentanyl. So it's fentanyl, um, weird things around the world, food... Chefs with d- tattoos that like food, and and then I saw that cuddling. I like show. reading an article about like uh, ISIS beheadings, and then reading a fun article about food with uh, maybe marijuana in it. Yeah, yeah, I like same, me too. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I seen bad. cuddling on that, and I'm like, wow, that perfectly fits in with my lifestyle and my other services. So sometimes it's like all, but like all, I can really, I'm really like mixing my clients in because if they're doing the underwear service, then I say, hey, you must be alone maybe you'd like to cuddle that's huh. an extra however much money and then i get there and it's hopefully they're sick when when i get there to cuddle hopefully they're sick synergy. then i get all it's all sy- exactly i seen that's on a poster really synergy yeah synergy i seen that and i, I want it huh. that's what i'm doing that's my business model hmm. seems like it's airtight so, it so, is airtight so people will be like hey want to cuddle I, i'm lonely i'm a loser and then you'll go over and cuddle with them and what do you say yeah You're like i'll spoon because usually i'm smaller so usually you'd think i'd be the little spoon in these scenarios sure but these people are like um cripplingly needy and like sad so i do big spoon behind them but even though i'm smaller so huh. i like go behind huh. them spoon say hi hi and like ask them what their day was they tell me about like their dreams or whatever hmm. and then Hopefully they're coughing and sick, and then I try and push my nursing service. Have you ever been called to cuddle someone mm-hmm. who is, and you don't have to name any names. Okay. You don't want to. But there's no cuddling a service celebrity. privilege. <gasps> a celebrity? Have you ever cuddled a celeb? Ah, this is like, ugh, what if they're listening? Um, We can edit uh, that out afterwards. Okay, okay. But go ahead. Okay, 
I don't really... Okay, I can't remember his name, but you would know him because I knew him by his face. He's... Kiefer Sutherland? No. I know Kiefer lives in the Shangri-La and I don't have any clients in the Shangri-La because they're all really healthy. Okay. Um... I okay. He was he's a film critic. Okay, he's like a famous film oh, critic. Roger on, Ebert. Roger, no, but he's on Rogers. No, like Rogers oh. Cable. Oh, you know him. I think so. Yeah, and he's oh, got like big glasses. Oh, local Toronto yeah. film critic. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, crazy. Like wow, I went over. I'm like, local Toronto. I know. You, know, you can't Jeff get Pibier. a much bigger celebrity Wait, than that. Is it the guy with the glasses and the slick and, back and hair, or the other guy? Hair. He has like no. He looks really like oh, kind of old timey. And that's how I recognize. I'm like, oh, I oh know my exactly gosh. who you're talking about. So you cuddle with that I'm gonna guy. look him up. Hang on. Yeah, I cuddle. Not cuddle with him. I cuddle for him for his money. And he's so like obviously so rich. Yeah, I if I could live my life over again, I would become a uh, a local film critic uh, in Toronto. Hey, but you know what? Be careful what you wish for because, yeah, he may have it all. Seem like he has it all. <laughs> he may seem like he has it all, <laughs> but he's really lonely. I'm sorry, I, I get choked up when I think about. Are you okay? okay? Just trying not to get the tears on the microphone. I'm fine. I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. But like, it's just like some people are so lonely, you know. Yeah. And even though he's like so successful, he just. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I just no, hope that okay. I never. I hope it's, I never get. No, to it's that no because it's. You think uh, the gap between what people think about these rich and powerful people, and what their real lives are like, the gap is so huge. And yet we in the public, we have no idea. I know it's crazy. And I get to see into people's homes like that. I get to see. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, like, sometimes okay. I'm so sad. Well, sometimes it's so sad. Can I ask? I'm trying to find this guy because I know exactly who you You know mean. what? I'd, I'd be able to spot him and line up instantly any day of the week. It's like a local film critic with slick back hair and glasses. Yeah, and he looks almost yeah. like from a prohibition like James era. James Dean. Yeah. 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 James Dean look. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I don't know what his problem is. Like, he could probably have any woman he wanted. He just walk into any room in any bar or any restaurant in the world. This and say, is like, him. I found yes, him. Yes, yes. Guys. So not... Google. And just know that he pays me to cuddle him. And because, you know what? I'm friendly. People like having me around, believe it or not. I mean, James likes having me around. I don't know about Mike, but James does. So believe it or not, people even pay for it. Can I ask a question that I'll never forgive myself if I don't ask it? Yeah, I'm an open book, obviously. In terms of celebrities, have you ever received a call to cuddle Mr. Howie Mandel? Oh my gosh. You know what? No. And there's a probably a good reason for that. Why? Because well, don't you know um, Howie Mandel's a registered germaphobe? See? He's now, like the definition of He used of to me. live in this building. He used to live in the what? building in the yeah, 70s. Yeah. The 70s, yeah. No. There's tons of stories uh, about my time, but. Yeah. What? Yeah, we uh, everyone almost everyone on the podcast has had a Howie story. Yeah, Howie would never. I don't. I don't mean this. No offense, but Howie would never be able to live here now. He's hmm. an open, registered, admitted germaphobe. What do you think Howie Mandel would say? Don't don't think about. Just okay. Say the first word that comes to your mind. Okay. What do you think Howie Mandel would say if we could bring him here right now and show him how disgusting and germ filled it is? He'd say SOS. No, I think he'd say, fun, that is, this, this place is looking better than ever. He, no, um, he would call yes, for he help. I, I agree. Uh, no, he SOS. would be fine. I, he would be, he'd run out of here screaming you think to, the nearest, the to the nearest pot, pot of boiling water and he'd dunk his hands into it. No. What about, so his head? What about no. that beautiful, smooth head of his? And his head, his head if, well, if his head grazed any surface in this building, he'd go dunk in boiling and water. That's dangerous because if, if, How, if Howie Mandel dunked, if Howie Mandel dunked his head 
in a pot full of boiling water, he would be in major trouble. Well, yeah, it wouldn't like, be ideal. Yeah. These guys are really worry warts. You know what? Yeah. It's not that bad. Well, okay. But and Howie wouldn't put up with it. I think Howie would come in and, be, Howie and have would a not funny joke and a, you know, a deal or no deal pun or something. And I think it would be fine. That's my opinion. Well, my opinion is that Howie and germaphobes like Howie are basically like the kryptonite. Like they're the, my anti that my anti client because germaphobes mm-hmm. don't want to sniff undies. They mm-hmm. don't want to cuddle because they don't know where my paws. Oh my been, god! Imagine, and they never get sick. Imagine Howie Mandel opening his morning mail, sitting down at his uh, table, drinking his coffee. Yeah. Going through his correspondences. Uh, he gets a package. He opens it up. Pair of dirty undies. Oh my what, God. Don't th- don't overthink it. What do you think the first thing he would say? Nine one what? Nine one one. He'd, he'd call. Say nine one one. He'd yeah. call an ambulance because he'd be like, "Oh my God, this is in my kitchen." He'd call an ambulance. Oh, he'd call an ambulance, and then he would. It'd be, it'd be funny in the way he said it, though. He'd be sick to death with fear. Do you think he'd pass away? <laughs> yeah, I think that he might. And then the you police might. would see, they just come in and see a, a beautiful, iconic, smooth head lying down on the table, and beside his lifeless body, they'd see a package with a pair of dirty underwear in it. Jeez, I hope my return address wouldn't be on it. Well, I'd be in hot water. Sounds like you're writing a mystery novel, Michael. Yeah, are you a writer? I'm not or? writing a mystery novel, I'm just thinking things through. <laughs> well. Are you. Like, do you have some axe to grind with Howie Mandel? <laughs> Axe to grind, I'm a huge fan. I'm a fan's axe. It's okay. Well, you have a fan's axe, but it seems weird. That I want to grind gonna... my, you know. No. I, I just, I'm, I love Howie Mandel. Well, you keep dreaming up scenarios that he might, you know, pass right. away in. It's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. well, it's funny because I'm just thinking of how disgusting this and unsafe and oh, unhealthy wait, sorry. this building is. Oh, this building. He, yeah, I thought you were talking about my underwear. That would be Howie Mandel's nightmare. His nightmare. I mean, I don't know, you know. Well, I hate, I don't like, I'm not a fan of Howie Mandel because of everything I said. He's like, I only think and care about people who are potential clients, really, because yeah. that's all I, that's just my mode. Like, I'm, that's my main focus. I'm purely focused on clients, money, selling, buy, 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 sell, sell, yeah, sell, buy, buy, buy my underwear, B-A-W-S-E. sell, 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 sell. Yeah. Yeah. James, next thing you know, you, because you and Dana are as thick as thieves here, maybe you'll start your own. A uh, line of dirty man's underwear to sell to people. Mm, like, people, are, I don't know. If people be... are interested in boys' undies, really. It's, like, yeah, I don't know. not I think to be too crude, I think but it's... I think the woman's like there's smell, more to it. Yeah, there's more to it. It's a bit more of a ooh, that's sexy, and if you, you don't really want to smell a man's butt. Yeah, especially yours. Oh, oh, very funny. Very well, what funny. do you know? Hi, sorry, do you know something about James' butt that the rest well, of us don't know? Well, he keeps his butt in a state of disrepair the same way he keeps his apartment well, building in a state of disrepair. I don't want to ever. Yeah, is your built is your that. butt up to code, James? Well, trust me, I I you're talking to someone who literally has had been waxed. Oh, why? I take well, why not when you're rich? Like true, I true. I'm rich. Like I inherited this building, FYI. Oh, so. I mean, for me... That's great. Thanks. Yeah, so why wouldn't you do that? Was it like this when you got it, or...? Well, I don't know. It was maybe a bit better. I didn't really do anything to okay. it since I got it. But it's still good, I think. Honestly, I don't it's know not... anything about buildings or anything like that, really. But you just kind of figure it out as you go along. It's pretty hmm. easy. Well, even though I'm rich, like you, um, I can't... I wish I could get a wax. I wish I could enjoy that, like, hmm. um, you know, the why pleasure. Well, because it would affect the business because, like, it it just doesn't allow for so much like hair traps. uh, Yeah, this doesn't, and people want. Yeah, they people just want that. Like, they want it to be like as noted and nuanced as like 
They because they're real. There's connoisseurs. There's almost like sommeliers. Yeah, I was there. gonna say it's like wine. Like yeah, pizza. Oh, disgusting. Uh, sorry. I just see people, James. Not like I said, not everyone's ready for this. But yeah, in like twenty sad. years, people oh, yeah. people are gonna be feeling silly that they like had these 100%. antiquated antiquated attitudes about You're like giving undies. your kids, you know, Kool Aid twenty years ago. Kids yeah. would, you'd just be like, drink Kool Aid all day. Now yeah. you would never do that. You'd never do that. It's the same with underwear. Oh. Twenty years from now, we'll all be you know sending underwear to each other. It'll be like a text. Hello. Oh God. Yeah. So I'm like a Look. startup, and I'm way co- ahead of my time. Good for you. See my eye? Oh God. See it's doing no, it. Oh, stop. Jesus, Ew. Jesus. See the yellow? It's oh. coming out of my yeah. eye. Okay. Now. Well, that Great. definitely needs Great. salt. That needs salt. I know I'm a paraprofessional. Well, maybe we should. Uh, should we take a break? So we might. Yeah, let's take a break and get away and from that eye. It's just oozing out. Oh, good oh God! My God. Go outside. Yeah, get some fresh air on that, maybe. Um, okay, mm. well, we will take a ba- break and be back with the final segment ah. of the Landlord Tenant Pod Mess. It's great being here in well, until now. Feeling sick? Not been touched in so much days or even so much months? Do you miss what a girl smells like before she went away for good and took all her undies? There's no need to suffer. Nurse Darling provides services for all those things. I'm not a registered nurse, so that means there are no rules and we can do whatever, wherever. Simply go to www.nursedarling.ca slash services. New clients get a free trial pair of soiled undies. Mmm, tasty. Use promo code SICKLY for special rates. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. Uh, when we last uh, were here, Michael left with uh, this gross yellow stuff coming out of his eye. Uh, Dana, did you you helped Michael? Uh, yeah, I mean, I got a I guess I got a new client out of this pod mess a bit. Check it mm. out, clean as a whistle. It's not bad, huh? What did, how did you fix it? Um, like I said, my my signature remedy is salt. So yeah. we like. I, he tilted his head back. It was very painful because it was salt in my eye. It, 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 you know what? You got to have salt to be able to do the salt treatment. You got to have grit. You know, you got to have grit. Uh-huh, yeah. So he dumped his head back, like snapped his neck back. I held his eye open like, and the whole time I was like, ew, 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 ew. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, and I just like, you know when you take a pinch of salt and kind of like um, like sp- uh, sprinkle it on whatever? Sure. So I, I had to do it because you're not a registered nurse. Exactly. So. Uh, so I held his eye open. Pinch of, she put the pinch of salt in my fingers, mm. and I just put it in my eye and held it very hard on my eye. Yeah. Interesting. And is there is that like, do doctors do that typically, or is that just kind of medical BS that they Whatever. Do doctors, this yeah. is what doctors do. They roost around with their chest puff out, yeah. like as if they are king of the world. All you need is Bossy salt. around. Yeah. <laughs> the root of all things, like I said, my medical opinion, which is better than most people because I'm reading my books, mm, yeah. like... What like a bare minimum? It's always just being people having damp, just damp, damp, damp. Um, but damp. I will be invoicing Michael. And should we tell what else I'll be invoicing you for? Um, do we need to get into? Yeah, that there's right no now? privilege. There's no PSW patient privilege, Ooh, and there's no me. there's no PSW cuddler privilege oh, either. Mike, you loser! I you preferred if you had not said that. Oh, well, I he thought did. I was at death's door, and that is so pathetic. Also, my point no out. No offense. Uh, no, not, Dana not had me, taken to me. Dana had me in a very vulnerable position. Was telling me I was at death's door that I had probably five seconds to live. And so the last thing I wanted was to die cuddling someone, and then I didn't die. 
Well, oh, hey, I turned it around, obviously, because of my medical healing powers and the power of cuddling, too. Like, it's crazy what the power of cuddling and, like, human touch can do to, like, bring someone back from the brink Would, of dying. Do you have any ideas of what you're going to say when you cuddle Michael in your session? Like, what kind of encouraging things it already, are you going to oh, say? Already, we oh, already, already did, did. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, say? it was after we administered the salt treatment. Oh. So I did Big Spoon. Ugh, it was so basic, though, like... <laughs> It was so freaking basic. I thought it, I thought it was special. His cuddling preferences are so basic. Like, I thought it was special. Like, what that's, do you mean? Like, huddling in the field position. Uh-huh. Like, that's it. Like, a lot of times people, when they cuddle, they'll, like, you know, I'll be always Big Spoon, but they'll kind of, like, you know, like, kind of lean into it. I don't know. It was just Here, so let's basic. see how tough you are when you're at death's door and you think you're about to pass away, James. Well, and I don't have a weird eye. I don't know. James eye. looks sturdy. He seems okay. Thank oh, you. Uh, and I, I need him to be around. I want him to be sturdy. I want him to be healthy because I need him to be around and stu- and keep being an absentee slumlord. Oh, he's going to pass away before you know it. And I, you know what? Michael, that is I so I can't wait. Weird. I hope I'm in the room when you pass away and I'll what, just be Michael? there. And oh, as soon as you God, go, that is so I'll weird. applaud. And I'll say, you know, the world's a better place now that oh, this has happened. Did you guys have a fight before? No, he just, he's so, he's got so much weird stuff under the surface that these weird things Yeah, come under out. the surface of the path at the CN Tower. <laughs> <laughs> well said, or his gross eye. <laughs> under the surface of his eyeball lid. So, right. uh, Mike, you came up with a, a game for our final segment here. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a fun game we can mm-hmm. all play together. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a game called, it's a classic old game that we all remember from childhood. The game is called... If I knew I was going to die and I had a chance to pick my ideal last meal, here's what the food would be for that. That's so we're gonna go a mouthful. Yeah, real theme tonight, Mike, with you. Anyway. We're going to go around the triangle and each of us is going to say what our final meal would be if we could pick it. Okay, that's fine. Which, which probably isn't going to happen. Well, yeah. Statistically speaking, most people don't get to pick their... F- yeah, you know what's funny? You know what? The it- only people that get to pick their mm-hmm. last meal is bad people that murder. Yeah, why are they given well the said. ultimate privilege of picking their final supper after they've killed everybody yeah. that loved them? What the hell? It's a good point, I guess. Um, okay, well, uh, let me go first. Now, that that's some. there should be some sort of reform, like law reform for that. Yeah, they should be having friggin' chunky soup out of a can in the shape of the can, not heated up. That's their last supper. Yeah, well, you know what? They are about to be killed. Well, yeah, because they're mm. really bad for my business. Like I said, I don't like uh, people dying because then they're not sick. Good point, good anyway, point. Anyway, that's a great game, though. I like it. I love food. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go first. How about, um, what's that What's that, that whiskey wrapper's drink? Cavazier or something? Yeah, or? Pasta Cavazier. Yeah, Pasta So definitely that. Because it'd be in a club, so I'd have that. I'd have those shooters in the in the um, what do you call those like beakers? Like you know, like the science beakers. Oh, they, they look like yeah, okay. Yeah, they look like, like science the, the mixologists. Use, yeah, yeah, like... the, yeah. I'd have those. I'd have like obviously beer, and I'd obviously um, I don't know one oh one of those um, watermelons that you inject with vodka, and then you eat the watermelon. <laughs> This is like spring break last You're going to do it uh, on an empty stomach? Aren't you going to have anything solid there? Yeah, you need to sit. You Whatever. eat the watermelon. James is a party you eat animal. the watermelon. I mean, that's hardly. That's my last meal, anyway. You're going to be. You're going to make be, yourself sick. You're going to be. Well, that's good. You're then not going to feel the hangover, Mike. That's true. You wake up dead and you're not feeling a headache. Well said. Uh, well, Dana, what would you eat for your last meal? It's not quite as like frivolous as James, I guess. That's an expensive mm-hmm. last meal, by the way, too. Oh. You know, these rappers when Negative they when they talk you. about these drinks, they have the money to pay for. And it. like, why are you? I'm not leaving. A, why do you get anybody. to be like you want to die in the club, or are you gonna go home That's, and die? 
Uh, well, I don't want to get TMI here, but it'd be in the club, it'd be getting wasted, then it'd be partying back at my very nice apartment condo, which isn't isn't in this building, oh. and it might be getting freaky, and then I'd pass away that way. Okay, okay. That's like a lot of glitz and glamour it's to more that. more than just a meal. That's how that I... It is more than just yeah. a meal, technically. Yeah. That is outside the parameters of the game a bit, but whatever. Yeah. It's your guys' game. Thank you. Um, me, I'm more traditional. I would have... What would you munch on? I would just snosh on a filet mignon... Meda- no, okay, a, meda- a filet mignon medallion, ba- bacon all around the perimeter of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A skewer of like eight giant garlic butter uh, and lemon skewered tiger shrimps wow. with the bits and the legs and all that riffraff already removed. Oh, and the- no poo in its veins. Yeah, yeah. hate that. Um huge sca- seared scallops also um, swathed in bacon mm. uh, corn on the cob <clears throat> jalapeno cornbread and a little ramekin of some authentic Louisiana turtle soup y'all oh that's Very, good, good uh, accent southern Thanks. seafood heavy uh, uh, yeah, yeah but you got a little surf and turf in there yeah. Oh, and sorry, cream spinach on the side. You want to get your greens, but you want it to be like indulgent. So it's like full of buttercream and full of like fat mm. and like cream spinach and nutmeg, whatever. It sounds like a much heartier meal than the one James picked. Yeah, because I want to go dying, going out feeling good, not feeling like my veins are pulsing with booze and sugar. Well, we agree to disagree. <laughs> but James is like a party animal like that, and he's cool and like rich, and that's what kind yeah. of if, stuff you do. Well, if you ever want to party, I mean... Uh... Yeah, I party all the time when I'm not working. Oh, all I do cool. is work, 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 party my face off, and then huh. get right back to oh, the grind. Oh, well, we should definitely party. Okay. Anyway, Mike? No, Mike doesn't want to come. No, no, I meant he could go out oh, with, okay. his, with his thing in the game, not, <clears throat> not definitely not hang out. So, what would I eat before I pass away and die for my last meal? I would probably choose a avocado brie sandwich and some sweet potato fries with a oh. chipotle oh mayo. Oh my god! Dip. I'm sorry, avocado and brie sandwich and sweet potato fries. Avocado brie sandwich and a side of sweet potato fries. <laughs> so you're gonna, I guess, go for your last supper to Jack Astor's, or <laughs> <laughs> so basic. No. That is so. That's basic. like your cuddling style. It's so basic. You're so. I'm not basic, gonna go to Jack right? Astor's, which for our non-Toronto listeners is a. Pretty low-class uh, pub in the center of Young Dundas Square. Yeah, kind of close j- to where just, you just, were. Just listen to that name. Jack Astor's. I know. It's a riddle. It's sort of like something from the Da Vinci Code. And when you think about it long enough, suddenly Everybody suddenly knows. you see the how dirty the name is. Like, people get it right away. <laughs> yeah. You have to spell it <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, I'm not you don't gonna... need to, like, interpret an old chalice or whatever to know that it's, like, a saucy swear word. Jack Astor's. Yeah. I'm not going to eat my final meal there. I'll probably make it for myself. I don't uh, I don't like to have people make a big fuss about me. I'm not trying I'm, to, like, trying I to like your supper. Well. Yeah, but I like your supper, but, like, sweet potato risers, so 2005. Yeah. Oh, is something that tastes nice, uh... Uh, limited to staying in one era? Oh my god, let me guess. Let me guess. Chipotle mayo on the side. Chipotle mayo, as much as, uh, as I can spare. <laughs> You're gonna get two, uh, two ramekins of it? Well, yeah, it's your last meal. My last Go meal. crazy. And I, I would have a little glass of uh, milk. Oh. No, <laughs> I don't drink milk? milk. I don't eat dairy at all. I would have. Well, I would let me tell you, there's, egg, there's eggs and milk in that. Chipotle mayo. My last meal, let me okay. just have it. I would go to the wine rack earlier in the day, which for our non-Ontario listeners is a government-controlled wine store that basically only sells local wines. And, and the hours are great. The hours are great. They're open until 11 p.m. And you can also get two-liter big bottles of cider 
which is not wine, and uh, it helps support Ontario uh, wine people, wine growers. Oh, is that v- vintners? That's what's behind growers. Growers, yes, and the big, uh, ju- the two-year pot bottle of cider. Mm-hmm. And so I would go there, and I'd get a bottle of fresh Ontario Merlot, Ugh. and I would have a little glass of that with my meal. Oh, okay. You drink Canadian wine. Yeah. Plus, they, they're always offering samples when you go in, so I'd also have a sample of uh, whatever they're offering that day. They do have an Ontario version of some sort of Irish cream. Uh, yeah, it's made out of fortified wine. I've had that when I go in at 11, <clears throat> some days when I'm not working, and uh, they say, want a sample, want a sample, in the, it's 11 in the morning. Uh, I'll take the Irish cream, please. I'm not ready to drink red wine at 11 in the morning, but I <laughs> yeah, will drink totally. that Irish cream. It tastes pretty good, but you can tell it's not like... Regular Irish cream, it's like made out of fortified It tastes like wine. Ontario. It tastes uh, really hardworking, uh, honest, and nice. Mike, that's a, no offense, really pathetic final meal. Um, I, I, you I, better hire somebody to cuddle you during yeah. that meal. <laughs> yeah. And I'm one. available. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe you should have to order some panties for your dessert, for the, eat your dirty panties for dessert, James. Ooh, oh, I, I would also Mike. provide that service. Okay, well, um, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Thanks for having today. me, guys. Thanks for coming on. And you know what? Uh, things got a little heated today um, between me and James, between me and you. What? I didn't feel that. I thought we were just goofing off. I feel very, very bad right now. Oh, even after the cuddle? Well, yeah, because you told everybody about it oh. happening. Anyway, but thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having here. me. Thank you, and Dan. you know what? I'll obviously be seeing you guys around the building like every yes. day. So yeah, this isn't yeah. goodbye. This is just like see you basically. Hopefully tomorrow. not. Hopefully next time we see you, you're not uh, providing us with some health care because we're sick. <laughs> well, that you hope that I don't hope that. Uh, and yeah, maybe we'll go up Friday or something. Uh, yeah, party. Yeah, maybe Jello, we'll Jello shot. Yeah, Jello, Jello shots. Jello shots. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, you all, I'll talk. I'll call you, James. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. We'll loop you in, Mike. Yeah. So, that's been another exciting and mysterious episode of the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug before you go, Dana? Oh, um, I guess you can catch me around this building caring for people. Um, and if you feel sick, if you feel like you haven't had a human touch in a while, give me a call. Um, How about the I'm, on, I'm on Facebook. Underwear? Do you oh yeah, if you need website? undies, um, you can just go on Craigslist, search Dirty Undies, and I'm the one that has like the most hits. Cool. All right, until next time, this has been the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. Goodbye. The Landlord and Tenant Podmas was created and recorded by Michael Palazzo and James Hartnett. Today's guest was Jackie Pirico.